0: With you. Let us pray. God of abundance, you came to the helpless and the lost. Send us out to those in need of your love and remind us that we have everything we need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we still were sinners, Christ died for us. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people.
0: Psalm 100.
1: Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve God with gladness. And come before God's presence with a song.
0: Know this, the Lord is God. You have made us, and we are yours. We are the people and the sheep of your pasture.
1: Enter the gates with thanksgiving. Go into God's courts with praise. Give thanks to God and call upon God's name.
0: You, O Lord, are good. Your mercy is everlasting. And your faithfulness endures from age to age.
2: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Then Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the twelve disciples. First, Simon, also known as Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without payment, give without payment. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
0: God of love and wonder, we come together today with a love that knows no boundaries, a love that overcomes isolation fear, and death. Remind us of what is possible and lead us into life everlasting. Amen. The harvest is plenty. But the workers are few. This is as true today as ever. There is so much work to do. There is so much need for God's healing. So much longing for change. There's plenty to do. Now we just need some help to do it. I recognize the irony of a passage that speaks of labor shortage in a time when 21 million people in the U.S. alone, 13.3% of the population, are still unemployed. But Jesus wants to put people to work. Jesus knows that there is plenty of work that needs to be done and that there are plenty of people to do the work. Jesus has been out doing that work, doing God's work throughout the land, and he sees that there's too much for one person to do alone. So he gets the disciples in on the game. He sends them out. And what is it that the disciples do? First, they heal. We could stop right there and spend months on that alone healing. These are times in need of healing. There is the physical healing of those who are suffering from the pandemic. There is the fatigue of healthcare providers. There is the stress of all of us who have been Locked up for months in isolation. There is the cultural healing, the wounds of racism that continue to murder our black sisters and brothers. There are political divisions that hamper leadership in this time. And there is the overarching anxiety that has gripped the world in this pandemic. People are afraid. People are uncertain. People are anxious. Psychologist Murray Bowen, the founder of Family Systems Theory, says that chronic anxiety, like we are experiencing now, is akin to a room full of gas fumes. In that environment, it is common to chase down anyone who would light a spark. For people to play the blame game. This is the common behavior, to play the blame game. But the work of leaders, of healers, is not to be blame hunters, but to disperse the fumes to be a non-anxious presence to those choked by chronic anxiety. Incentive hunting down people. We let some air into that room. We start that work like any first responder. The first thing any first responder is taught is seen Safety. Before we do anything, we have to make sure that we're not going to make a situation worse by acting in an unsafe way or bringing in our own anxiety in this case. If we're going to make a love-spreading difference to do God's work, we first need to clear the air around us. Ask yourself, how am I feeling? Am I anxious? Am I hurt? Am I afraid? For you, like me, there's a good chance that the answer is yes, which is totally fine. This is a crazy time. But when you notice that the room is full of gas, it's time to open a window Practice some self-care. Do those things you know are good for you. Go for a run. Go for a surf. Meditate. Read. Pray. Slow down. Do it in a way that is intentional. In the way that you know will make a difference for how you are. And when you're ready, when you are self-differentiated from the chronic anxiety, when you're no longer stifled by the gas in the room, when you are no longer drinking that communal Kool-Aid, then we can start the work. Then we can go to the harvest. Then we can do what the disciples did, cure the sick. Raise the dead, cleanse, cast out demons, cure the sick, the healing. We know what that work is. Raise the dead, say their names. Raise the dead. Cleanse, We wash away the iniquity of injustice, cast out the demons of systemic racism, poverty, and fear in our land. We strive for this work, and we are not alone. Millions have come before us in this change-making, and Jesus sends us out to work just as he did, to be the work that he was. We do this work remembering the good news that Jesus said to proclaim. The kingdom of heaven has come near. God has come near. God is vulnerable and intimate. Near. Close by. God is with you, Emmanuel. God is near to you, you do not have to be afraid. Love, eternal, is with you. The mustard seed this week is to stop the blame game. This week, if you find yourself looking around a room that is full of gas fumes, try to practice not seeking blame. Take responsibility for your own actions And don't be caught up in what is going on around you. Stop the blame game. Have a great week.
1: God of love, hear the prayers of of your people. people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of of love, love. hear the prayers of of your people. people.
0: We pray for all who are sick and afraid, for the houseless and the mentally ill, for the marginalized and the victimized. We pray especially for the memory of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, for the people of Minneapolis, for the end to racism, for there never, ever to be another senseless killing of an innocent black person at the hands of the police in this country. We pray for Joan, Robert, Barbara, Callie, Diane, Sophie, Stephen, Tristan, Amelia For all the unemployed For UCSB and all the students and teachers For all who are working through the virus For all who are struggling with the uncertain future For a sign of life to come